Whitney Wilson, Aries Building Systems. Thank you for joining the program here today, of course, in addition to being the U.S. Director of Sales at Aries Building Systems. She's also active with the Permian Pipeliners Association, Association of Pipeliners, as well as the Oilfield Connections International. And man, I, I'm so used to acronyms that I do not, you know, in, in media, you try not to say the acronym until you say the word first, right? Until you say the entire phrase or the entire organization. So I trip up a lot. So I apologize on that. But Tiffany's very active. In fact, she was so active, there was going to be a big party for her today. It's her birthday. And it was going to be at the bar, and then there was a second party, and then there was a band, and then there was all kinds of... Di- I understand that Elvis was coming back, and so it was a big, yeah, big deal. And then winter storm happened down in Texas. Tiffany had to... Definitely a big storm. ...put on a, her responsibility leadership role. And, okay, my understanding, Tiffany, is I'm going to get right to the meat of the story first, and then we'll back backtrack to your birthday okay so my understanding is based on what i've seen on some social media posts and some texts i've gotten and that sort of thing is that there were some people without power and you actually worked with your competition in order to solve this problem down there was basically people without power so is that accurate and just kind of walk us through that Absolutely. So there's still people without power as of this morning. Um, it started, gosh, it's been so many days. Um, we've been Orla all the way to Midland. Carlsbad had power for the most part, I believe. Um, but most of the Permian Basin went without power. I know in the lodging camps, um, in the beginning, when it first started, you know, it went with the water. The, the water went before the electricity went, and it went freezing pipes, busted pipes. And, um, you know, I think the sales side of some of us, the first one that went out, you know, you kind of get excited. Um, and that's just the truth of it. You know, I always tell the truth. Um, but then <laughs> the second one would go out. Then we would all go out, and, you know, at that point, it's kind of a survival mode where, um, yeah, we all ended up standing together, and um, by yesterday, we were all seeing where we could throw rooms at, you know? I was on the phone last night with one of my competitors, and we were putting rooms in a whole different camp that wasn't even ours. <laughs> how, how many different companies did you work with? And My understanding is, you know, tar- Target Hospitality was one of them, and... Uh-huh. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I mean, because here's the thing, folks, especially in the oil and gas industry, there's friendly competition, there's a little bit of cutthroat at times, let's be honest here. But when the chips are down and the community is back, is up against the wall, you throw all that aside and you just... Yeah, you, you, they were so amazing. Yeah, so yeah. Talk, talk about some of those other companies that you worked with and just how that collaboration happened, because I think that people need to hear that right now. We worked uh, very closely with Target Hospitality and Permian Lodging. And they were the owners all the way to the maintenance were amazing. Um, you know, Brad Archer from Target Hospitality reached out and he said, whatever, you know, before theirs went down too at that point, um, we were the first to get back up in Odessa 
as far as Target and then and Goldsmith Aries was open too, so we could house all these people from all these different companies. But over in Orla, you know, he his was the last one to go, um, and he was willing. He, you know, he didn't care at that point. He was willing to put all of us up, and then his went out, and it, it was it was a pretty rough deal. And then the pilot went out. There's one store out there, and we had went and bought showers for everybody so they could take a hot shower, and the pilot lost. Uh, electricity so we've uh we've had a pretty rough time how many people total or ballpark i guess I, you know i don't know if you know specifically because it's probably changing by minute uh how many people have you uh, assisted or you know put beds and shelters and that sort of thing mm, give or take at least 1500 are you kidding me 1500 not at all. I've had maybe three hours of sleep in three days, which is not safe, but I'm not driving. <laughs> I'm at home. I what, what I get a kick out of is I got a text from you an hour ago that said, just getting coffee, be ready. And then I'm like, okay, where's that coffee at? Is she grinding her own beans, roasting them? So it's well, just... The phone, the phone starts ringing and then it doesn't stop and then... Uh, I've noticed the phone starts ringing so much I forget what I'm doing an hour later because it just keeps going, you know. But the, you know, throughout the day I get messages from my coworker or my boss, and they're like, "Y'all are doing so good," you know, between me and the admins and the maintenance, and you know, where they're just pull, they're pulling for us. That's one of the pitfalls of working from home, by the way, is because I've been working at home since at home since about two thousand. 2001 and um is you know the the ups guy comes and the dog starts barking or uh the the dinger goes off on the laundry or the kid comes up because some sort of distance learning or whatever the case is there's so many little distractions that that can interrupt your flow and your momentum and so uh anyway that's that's uh it's one of those days it's just one of those days and Okay, so uh, how, how is that working then in terms of if somebody needs help, are you guys still putting people in, in it, or are you maxed out? Are you, you know, renting out your garage? What's going on? So Goldsmith is outside of Odessa. Um, that one, we do have some availability. Not a lot, but um, if you need somewhere to stay, still call um, we can make room. We can find something. Okay, so let's talk about... We also, I know that there is one lodge from Target down the street at 1788 in Midland that's open right now. Okay. So, you know, if, if, if there's some people out there that need some help and assistance and that sort of thing, there's some options. And, and it sounds like there's, there's some, col- some collaboration to, to, you know, get through this ice storm or winter storm or whatever the case is. I mean, you know, it's already snowing here in Lubbock again. I mean, I don't, I thought it was supposed to be sunny today. I don't know where, where I saw that at, but I thought if the temperature was at least going up. So it is snowing right now. Without water for half of, half of the lodge went without water since Saturday. And then, the other part went out yesterday morning, um, 
and the electricity went out. And that's when that one of the other lodges had gone out a day prior, a day before, and then Target had went out that evening. And some of those crews, I felt so bad for them. They had kept moving lodges and lodges. I mean, we'd moved them to every lodge possible. And um, it just, you know, it's what we'll never forget it, you know. <laughs> I used to work in a hotel chain, and so, I mean, sometimes, you know, when you overbooked, you had to move people around, and so you had kind of a working relationship with some of the other hotels that were in the area. So I kind of, you know, see it from from that side of things, but this is a little bit different. This is where, this is, you know, this is natural disaster. This is emergency, and this is, you know, we just got to help people out. So if uh, somebody needs help, somebody has questions, Somebody wants to, you know, know more. Uh, how could they contact you, Tiffany, or Aries Buildings? Hey, they can call my cell phone at 254-598-0975, or they can call the front desk. It is, this will be an easy way to get in. It is 432-827-3842. We do have an area that's closed off right now that we're um, not closed off, but it is an area that, if you have no electricity and you need to bring your kids in, um, bring your kids in. I mean, no one's going to be left out in the cold. So we usually don't allow that, but this lodge does include all meals. So um, you'll have a shower, you'll have heat, you'll have meals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because that went on last, that went on yesterday too. Last night I had to move some families, some families in. What? And you know, you, you you just name a few of the things that you've had to do. I mean, it sounds like you've been not only hauling water, but all kinds of different things. Yeah. In the beginning of this, Orla was the biggest uh, challenge. Yesterday, with Goldsmith being the only lodge that was working up until Target got up and working out by Midland, um, that was just getting people moved over. And then the families needing to come in, that was a little different. Um but as far as, you know, we, we did have the struggle where our pipes did freeze for a minute. So when they came back on, people had, had their water already on. So we were getting calls saying that the pipes or their rooms were flooding. So we, that went on for a minute, too. Um, and then Orla was just, uh, that was a whole different, whole different situation. It was, um, I had to have someone drive a car down to a guy so he could sit in it because he didn't have a vehicle and he was cold. Um, that was, that was a little bit, that was really sad. Um, you know, when you start getting that cold Mm -hmm. and you don't have a vehicle out there. That's real problems. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. at that point, it was survival mode. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's this is these are real problems. These aren't, you know, they don't have room service problems. Yeah, I mean, there's nowhere to go for 40, 50 miles. The roads are bad. You don't know what's going to happen next. Every camp, that's all that's out there is camps and a store, and no one has electricity. No one has water. Um, it got a little, it got a little scary. That was one of the issues out in the Bakken during the early days. Because the roads weren't ready for the trucks yeah. and there was accidents and that sort of thing. and We definitely weren't the, ready for it. We weren't prepared. I yeah. Mean, and, we and thought what, we were prepared, but this is Texas. And what happened was, I believe I'm 
heard of, and I, I don't recall it ever in my life. Well, one of the now, things I, I am pretty sexy, so. What one of the things that I think is part of a you know that big city disconnect, at least it was for me because I had never thought about it was one of the issues early on in the Bakken was that if there was an accident, because so much oil and gas activity is rural America, it takes an ambulance forty five minutes to get there. So there's that that whole geography part, and you know, and I never even thought of that because living in a city, you're used to an ambulance being there in ten minutes, no matter what. So just from birth, you know, you never even think about those things. And so it's it's good that there's people like you, you know, and and Brad uh, Archer, president of well, Target, our, you know, all you our maintenance guys, they um, they were amazing. Um, they went from. I just can't even explain what they did yesterday. Yeah, but we're working together, strength in numbers really shows how, you know, coming together, you, you can really take on some big elements and accomplish some big goals, you know? Absolutely. Well, let's yeah. transition. Let's transition to uh, the progressive part of the show because right now we just did the reaction, okay? Because – during the, the play hard portion, we, we like to react to things, you know, because it's fun to react. But during the work hard, we like to be proactive. We like to, you know, t- think ahead. We like to talk about what's next. And, you know, earlier we had on, uh, we, we, we had on the um, Jason Modulin, president of the Texas Alliance of Energy Producers. And we had on Adam Perkins from the Texas association of pipeliners and you know we asked what's next what should people do next so tiffany wilson now that you've assisted over 1500 people worked with your competition during a natural disaster we have to ask what's next with your birthday it was supposed to be your big birthday party today in like an hour you were actually 45 minutes ago because this thing aired at 11 o'clock today and it's about 12 45 right now if somebody's listening to it at 11 o'clock uh, it, it would have started 45 minutes ago. So uh, for those people out there that were planning on going to Tiffany Wilson's 30 sexy birthday party <laughs> at the bar in Midland, Texas, it's been power outage. It's been rescheduled. It's, it, it was so, in fact, there was so much energy that was going to be produced from the bar in Midland, Texas, from Tiffany Wilson's 30 sexy party. Mother Nature had to stop it. Well, it's gonna it's gonna happen. We it may happen at the oil field connections mixer next week, but we will celebrate. So the event is gonna be the rescheduling of the party. <laughs> it's it may just happen at the at the event. I may dress up in a Saint Saint Patrick's uh Pat and who knows? I may do St. Patrick's oil field connections and uh, my birthday all in one. <laughs> I don't know. You I think never I think know. I think I think your birthday could headline an event by itself and become Tiffany stock or something like that after this event. <laughs> I mean, you got fifteen hundred people that are going to show up. <laughs> you know, I might just go have me a party at the. Uh, at the launch that's running with half of the town in it. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I mean, after helping, oh, you know. No, no, you know, that wouldn't be good. Yeah, people 
personalities don't always mix when you don't know each other. <laughs> uh, sometimes I prefer strangers over my own family. So let's just <laughs> let's, let's just be quite clear about that. <laughs> so <laughs> just kidding. Anywho, but I, I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday and great job last night. You know, I mean, it probably wasn't the way you thought you were going to celebrate your birthday and, uh, you know, at least ushering in at midnight. Well, you know, last night actually wasn't, last night was moving everyone in and everybody in Orla was, I mean, this is crazy to say, but they were actually used to what was going on. The night before was the shock factor, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's when you go and do, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And, uh, I think that's, uh, that's where you go. Wow. This is really happening. <laughs> well, you know, we would get these storms every year up in, up in Dakota, right? Up in the Dakotas. And, Every now and then, about once a decade, we would get a wallop and where it would be an ice storm. And the ice storms are, are the worst because they, they coat the power lines and then the power lines become brittle and then they break. And then the more rural you are, it's just that's whether it's by priority or whether it's by distance or whether the case is, generally the rural people are the last ones to get power. And when I was on the radio station, we would get we, we would do updates every day with these two households that it took over a month, over a month. These people were out of power and they, they were, they were fine with it because that's their lifestyle. So when you were kind of describing some of the things you were going through and I was thinking, ah, oh, these oil and gas workers, this is probably like a little vacation to them. It's kind of fun. <laughs> well, if this tells you anything, it took us 15 months to get online power where we are at in Orla. We okay. lived off we lived off generators for fifteen months, <laughs> and water has been trucked in for a very long time. Wow, mm-hmm. crazy! So, so alrighty. Well, congratulations on doing a, a great job of assisting people and working with uh, competitors and and being you know having a leadership role during a natural disaster and. You know, ex- you. accepting the fact that your birthday got bumped for another day. You know, that's a tough pill to swallow sometimes, you know, to, to know that Mother Nature took out your birthday. Huh. Oh, well. Hey, I never thought of it like that. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's, that, this was going to be a big deal. I mean, I, you know. Wow. I saw commercials up in Bismarck, North Dakota. <laughs> I'm just Mother kidding. Nature took out my birthday in 2021. <laughs> Yeah, she did it. COVID did it in 2020. See, so you, you're still 30-whatever now. See, you haven't had two consecutive birthdays. COVID, COVID did it in 2020, and Mother Nature did it in 2021. Wow. That just, I mean, that really. All right. Well, happy birthday, my dear. Thank you. 